In life, we have two choices, to experience or to exist. Every week, each of us makes that choice. To either seek a better way to live or to get by. Walk alongside me each week on the Strive, Seek, Find podcast as we continue to seek our own brilliant future. Welcome to the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm your host, Chance Whitmore. For a variety of reasons, my head is all over the place this week. Eventually, you will hear about many of these, but today it seems appropriate to hit on something simple. Here in the States, we have Thanksgiving this week. Now, ignoring the sanitized history of the celebration, one of many things we'll eventually get to, the holiday has become mainly about, at least in my world, about family togetherness. Today has me thinking about all the things I learned from my family. I'm not going to talk about morals or work ethic or any of the thousands of important things that they've taught me over the years. Today is about sharing a story that was shared with me many years ago and some possible meanings for it. Now let's get started. Now this is a story I was told by my father a long time ago. The story of the Idaho kid. Now I've never investigated the truth of this story. I probably should, but haven't. But the message remains the same. So I want you, as we talk, to think about this as a parable via my father. Now this would have happened in eastern Idaho. Sometime probably in the late 1870s to 1880s. Before Idaho's a state, but people are moving through and settling down in different places. I'm not sure where it took place. Doesn't really matter to the context of the story, other than to say I know it's not my hometown, which was very railroad-based. Agrarian, but it came into being because of where the railroad laid its tracks. So one day, a young man, 18 to 20 years old, goes riding into a town that we're just going to call Don't Mess With. And he was young, and he was angry, and he was armed. We'll call him the Idaho Kid. And the Idaho Kid fancied himself a gunfighter. A man that was dangerous, making a name for himself, who was going to take what he wanted at the barrel of a gun and with the fear of the people around him. And he figured this little farming town slash cow town in the middle of nowhere was as good a place as any to be that night. So he went into the local inn, ordered a drink, started pushing the people around, whether it was the bartender, whether it was the young lady working as a waitress. He tried to get some attention because he was a bit of a bully and an attention seeker looking to make a name for himself. There are a couple old guys in there, farmers, ranchers, who just looked tired. The three men were huddled around a table and trying to enjoy their drink despite the interruption. And it was too good a target for the kid to pass up. So he started pushing on these men. They didn't say much. 
didn't say anything at first. So we got closer and more personal and pushed. And finally, one of them looked slowly up from the beer he was drinking and told the young man that this just wasn't a good idea. So the Idaho kid didn't quite know what to do. His bluster was not impressing them. They weren't frightened of him. And like most bullies, he didn't know what his next move was. So he pushes hard. He looks at the man who had told him to go away. And as he handled his pistol, said, You want to go? Meet me in the street. The man shakes his head and nods and says, All right, I'm going to finish my drink and I'll be out there. Idaho kid, bluster coming back. You do that because it will be the last drink you ever have, old man. And goes out and paces it off in the street, gets ready to go. The three gentlemen finish their beer, look at one another, and walk outside. The first man grabs his shotgun, lays it over the back of his horse, and points it down the road at the young man and says, This will be just about enough of that. The other two grab their guns as well and point them down at the young man. And he's shocked. He thought there was going to be an opportunity to show himself, to be the man he thought he was, to bully this town. And these three men were not interested. So they get him to drop his guns and take him to the blacksmith shop. And so that he can never, in their words, bully again, break his hands using a hammer and the anvil. Then they tied him to the back of the horse. His guns hung over the saddle because he'd never be able to use them again with his busted up hands and sent him on his way, most likely to starve to death because with crushed hands, he'd be unlikely to feed himself or wipe his ass or anything else. The old gentleman, having done so, went back to the inn, ordered another round, and went back to their business. Simple farmers. There was no gunfight. There was no fairness. There was simply, these men were not going to be frightened by a bully, and they took care of it. You see, according to the story, these three had survived the Civil War. And after having walked in lines into cannon fire, there was no way some kid was going to threaten them with a pistol and frighten them. Nothing was going to frighten them. At the end of the evening, the gentlemen went home, went about their business, life went on, and no one ever heard of the Idaho kid again. Now, some possible meanings to this. As a young guy, I was always reminded, beyond the basic lesson of don't be an asshole, to stay humble. Hubris will get you kicked in the teeth. Two, keep your mouth shut and go to work. Another possible meaning. As I've gotten older and watched those around me get older who have been through some real stuff, 
Be careful of people who've survived to old age. They don't like to hurt, and they do play to win. Number four seems obvious. People a hundred years ago were a lot tougher than we are now. Take your pick. Pull something out of it for yourself. What I really take is a moment where I connect with who I was 40 years ago and a moment in time with my family, specifically in this case, my dad. And sometimes that's enough. Take care and enjoy your families this week. Shout outs. First one's to Jim Whitmore for sharing that moment with me many, many, many years ago. Next up, a thanks to Josh and Ian from the Tavern in Question again. Great time, great conversation. Worth mentioning. I'm sort of breaking the rules today. I'm going to pick two quick ones. And in both cases, the supporting material can be found on the webpage. And in both cases, I've at least mentioned this before, but there's new information. First off, last year I did an episode on the old Buck Rogers comic strip I loved growing up. And it was built around the racism I found in my revisit. The episode's called, I'll Take My Jetpack, Hold the Racism. This week, I came across an article announcing the screenwriter for a new television reboot. This is not nearly the first time this character has been reimagined. Most recently that I know about is in a comic book series about 15 years ago. But for television, the last time Buck Rogers really appeared was the old Gil Gerard version in the 1980s. It was something to behold. Two seasons of wanting to ape Star Wars, Star Trek, and everything else they could find to try to stay on the air. The odds are nothing comes from this. But I believe that a 21st century take on this character could be absolutely amazing. Next up, an update on the helicopter drone on Mars. NASA this week released more footage from the Perseverance rover showing the ingenuity drone dropping and taking off and landing on the red planet. 118 years ago, we started flying. Now we're sending flying machines to operate remotely from 235 million miles away. This is incredible. Perhaps not as incredible as dropping a human being there and doing the flags and footprints thing. But for me, this footage reminds me of the greatness we can aspire to And that alone makes it worth mentioning. And that concludes this edition of Strive, Seek, Find. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode or would just like to support the podcast, here are a few ways you can do it. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It will help bring more listeners to the podcast. If that isn't your style, you can buy me a coffee or purchase some merch links are in the podcast description. Finally, if you have ideas or feedback, please reach out to the Strive Seek Find page on Facebook or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.